Welcome to Being in Business, the podcast with me, Lou Portis, the podcast for soul-centered female entrepreneurs who want to encourage more ease, balance, flow, and joy into their businesses. Welcome back to Being in Business, the podcast with me, Lou Portis. And first of all, I want to ask you, how are you doing today? And I mean, really doing. How are things feeling for you, both personally and in your business? When was the last time you got still and asked yourself, does everything feel okay? Is there anything out of alignment? What do I need in my business right now? If it's been a while, once you finish listening to this podcast or pause it right now, I would just like to recommend that you take a moment with your pen and paper and your journal to just get quiet and listen or meditate if that works for you and just listen to what your heart, soul and intuition are telling you. It might be that all is well or it might be that there's something that you could tweak that would just make things feel more in flow for you right now. And on the topic of flow, today I'm talking in a slightly different way because this is a podcast which has six tips for you. Um, And it's not something I've tried before, but you know, we're still in our infancy and I thought I'd give it a try to see how it goes. And I wanted to talk to you on one particular topic today, which is saving time in your business. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because when I look back over the time that I've been in business, it there are two things for me which really are have become important to me in terms of enabling me to do what I do and enabling me to show up for myself in my business. One is the mindset work, which we've talked about in previous episodes and which will absolutely come up again. And the second is the way that I choose to save time or I've worked out how I can save time in my business. And that's the one I wanted to focus on today. So today I have for you six ways that you can save time in your business. Before we dive into those, One of the key mindset leaps to take when it comes to doing things which save you time in your business is this. There will always be an upfront time investment. And that time investment in setting up new processes, procedures or tech will repay you many, many, many times over for the effort and time that you put in up front. And it's being able to see beyond the time that's required of you right now to a time when you are not having to do things in the way that you were doing that were time consuming. That really is the key to successfully changing what's going on in the behind the scenes, if you like, of your business Um, that will reap dividends in the future. I would also say that as ever, this has to be something that 
feels right and works for you. And if something about something I suggest doesn't resonate with you, then it doesn't have to be for your business. These are these are six things that I have found valuable and hopefully at least one or two or maybe all of them will be valuable to you. So let's fire away. So the first way that you can save time in your business is to plan forward and block time. This is probably something that you've heard before, I'm sure. Uh, and I find often that it's really easy to take things on board as a good idea, not quite so easy to implement. And so I wanted to tell you a short story about what happened in my business. I was feeling extremely overwhelmed by all of the tasks that I had to do. And I had a discovery call with a coach called Amanda Kerrin, um, who is also a friend of mine. And um, in that call, one of the things I said to her was, I just need to be more consistent. I just need to be more organised. I need to know what I'm doing and have a flow. Because for me, flow in my business is where it's at. Because I know when I'm in flow, that's when things work. And what she said to me really made me look at the most basic thing. And that was my calendar. In that calendar, I had Zoom calls that were booked in. I had um, affirmations that popped up at certain times of the day. And that was about it. And what I realised was that even though I had begun to create boundaries around my time in other ways, which we'll come on to later, I wasn't actually being mindful of how I was spending my time because I wasn't focused in the way that I was spending it. Now, we know because research has shown and you'll have heard me say in earlier podcasts that nobody can be productive 100% of the time. And in fact, the average office worker who works eight hours a day is productive for just over two hours and 50 minutes of that time. If we know that, then we can start to look at ways that we can use our time most efficiently. And I'm going to use efficiently rather than productively because I think that's where it's at. You know that sitting, doing the same thing for a long period of time, eventually your focus and your speed, if you like, and your productivity, therefore, declines. So one of the ways that I found, thanks to Amanda Kerrin, of taking it up a gear, getting more done in less time, was to be really rigorous in my calendar about what I was doing when. So I split my day into hours and I told myself I, I would only do the thing that was in my calendar in each of the allotted hours and I was allowed to go over into the next thing by five minutes to finish off where where I was in the previous task. And this worked really, really well. It worked particularly well at a time when I had many VA clients and was having to balance in the course of a week the work that needed doing for all of them. It's something that you need to keep under review. And if you notice that it's not working for you, then go deep 
and ask yourself, why is this not working? Have I been unrealistic? Have I been over-optimistic with the way that I've set things out? Have I forgotten to allow myself time for a break? Has something changed about the way I'm doing my business, which means that the times that I had blocked out previously are no longer working? And one example of that could be that you switch from a model in which you are doing very few one-to-one calls to suddenly having to fit a lot of calls in and if that's the case then the time blocking that you had for the other things the admin the content creation and so on is likely to start feeling squeezed so relook at things and figure out how you could work more effectively to get the things in that you need to do in the time that you have available one big challenge and i will hold my hands up to this was having children at home during lockdown and the thing I would say there and this goes for so many things but it's been most acutely obvious in my life in relation to having the children at home during the lockdowns is that this whole business journey is a journey we are always moving in a forwards direction we always have that momentum moving forwards and it's okay to change things. So if the system, if the the time blocking, if the planning that you had set up six months ago isn't working, release yourself from any pressure to continue working that way. Number two, the second way to save time in your business, do it now rather than later. What I mean by that is that batching stuff in retrospect is not the same as batching stuff for the future so we often talk about batching content and without a doubt um, batching content creation so that you do a load of social media posts for example in a period every Tuesday morning say is more efficient however doing it in reverse so having already done um something but not following up on it and for me this happens in accounts um and time recording in the instances where i still need to record time keeping it up to date in the moment takes vastly less time than having to go back and remember a bulk of things later in the day and as i say for me this is um most acute in relation to accounts if i did them every day you know it would be a minute or two minutes every day uh, rather than having to try and remember at the end of a month or even longer it might not be in accounts for you but that is my example do it now rather than later the quick things that you can do now so that you don't have to mind mine your memory to remember what it is you needed to do at a later date the next two are massively key for me and they're a really huge part of who i am and before i tell you them i want to just pause on that for a moment we are all incredibly unique and in the last month or so i've had a massive realization that i am a blend of spiritual woo and tech 
And for me, the flow really happens when those two things come together. And there's two ways in which you can use tech to bring flow into your business that just are so key. I'm going to tell you them both in one go and then run you through each individually. They are automating and integrating as much as possible. So let's start with automating. Now, this has had certainly in bigger business quite a bad rap um, in the last, well, recently. And that is because for, for some businesses and for some people, automation went so far that the process of being involved with a company became completely faceless and um, devoid of any human interaction. I am not talking about that. I'm going to do a podcast in more depth on this, a full podcast, so I won't go all the way into this discussion, but I am talking about using tools to automate those processes within your business that you do not need to personally touch. For you, what those processes are will vary because we are all unique and our businesses are all unique. But for me, where I first came across the value of doing this was in terms of setting up appointments. And I tell a story often of coming to automation, having had a period where I seemed to spend hours in a week organising when I could meet new prospective clients. And then I discovered auto schedulers like Calendly and so on. Calendly is the one I use. And the joy of this and other kinds of automation is that it enables you to put boundaries in place. It enables you to share one link and let lots of processes that you do not need to touch because they they do not uh, improve the customer experience happen automatically. So with Calendly, when I discovered Calendly, what I was able to do was to create a schedule of when I was available. Because as you will no doubt know, if you're not currently using a scheduler, if you say to a potential client, I am available Tuesday and Thursday afternoons, almost invariably they will say, oh, I can't do that. Could you do Wednesday morning, for example? However, when you create a calendar that they can self-book from, it is one of the most effective boundaries I have found because you are saying, this is my calendar, this is when I am available. Please choose a time that is convenient from you from all of these times that are available. And more than that, once they've booked that time, they're automatically reminded, so you don't have to remind them. And you, in Calendly, and I'm sure it's similar in other scheduling software, you can choose to send text messages and email reminders. What's more, I have it set up, integrated into my calendar, so that automatically my calendar is populated with that call. 
So I know that I'm not to book anything else at that time. So you're not running the risk of double booking. I'm not going to say never, but to date, as a result of using a scheduler, I don't think I've double booked and had to cancel a call with a prospective client. That's not to say I haven't double booked other things that haven't been organised by Calendly, but you get what I'm saying. And I have it integrated with Zoom, which is where my um, discovery calls take place. And it automatically sets up a Zoom call that is sent to the prospective client and sent to me. And all I have to do is notice in my calendar that I've got a call, log into Zoom and click launch at the appropriate time and jobs are good and there are so many other ways we can automate in our businesses um, we can automate payment processes um, just so many so many ways but that is one really clear example for me of where I saved my time and enabled myself to reinforce my boundaries number four integration kind of covered that in automation but it is slightly different so the automation was I automatically um, book the call the integration is using the software that you've got to connect with its with the other software and programs that you use so um, you could for example rather than if this is your way using canva which is a graphic design package which many many people in our industry use rather than just creating your social media graphic in canva downloading it and uploading it to facebook you can now automatically schedule it from canva into facebook and i think instagram um, and there are so many other tools like that which which save you small amounts of time when added together actually save a lot of time setting things to auto publish rather than manually publishing them is a big one i know that for many me included doing that with social media posts can feel uncomfortable if you are somebody that creates content in the moment but they definitely do have their place let's move on to number five repurposing your content this is a biggie i have had clients as a va for whom I simply repurposed podcasts into blog posts. And I will have blog posts repurposed from these podcasts coming on my website soon. And it's not, it doesn't stop there. There are so many ways that you can repurpose content. You can create um, pins out of blog posts uh, and other website content. You can repurpose parts of blog posts into social media posts. You can repurpose a podcast into a YouTube video with or without live, not live, with or without video of you actually recording the podcast. So I have set up a YouTube channel um, that will have these podcasts on it but at the moment, you don't see me. You just see an image and the waveform um, throughout the podcast. Repurposing content is a massive topic, but it is also a real time saver because you're not having to think on your feet all the time. And I think certainly from the early days of my business, and I know a lot of people that I've talked to who are in the earlier stages, 
we tend to think that it's a one hit wonder with content on social media in particular and it's not the if you look at the statistics for your page or your group in facebook the number of people that actually see your posts is generally quite a low percentage let alone the number that engage with it what that means is not everybody sees everything you post and if that's the case you can repost the same thing or something very similar multiple times and you won't be boring people because a percentage will not ever have seen it the first time Again, I think there's a whole podcast to be had on the topic of repurposing content, but I just wanted to give you a flavour today of why it is valuable. And the final way that you can save time in your business is one that I touched on when I was talking about automation and integration. And that is setting boundaries and sticking to them. For many of us, me included, this can be a challenge because it's not something that we've been culturally encouraged to do. It's not something that often we feel that we are allowed to. If you need permission for that, take this podcast as your permission slip to set boundaries and stick to them. And again, for me, the biggest boundary setting value comes from setting boundaries around our time. It is really, really easy to not do that as a solopreneur or as a small business owner, to feel like you have to be doing all the things all of the time. And actually, the truth is that the jobs we have to do will stretch into the time that we we think we have available. So actually, for me, when the children are at school and I know I have nine until three, Monday to Friday to work, more often than not, I successfully do everything I need to do in that time because my boundary is I don't work when they're home from school and I don't work in the evenings. I'm not going to say I never break those boundaries, but the key is to focus on on the majority of the time rather than letting the minority of the time when you don't stick to your boundaries derail you. And this is so key in so many areas. So, so, so key. If you notice that actually you're struggling to keep to those boundaries, go back to where I started at the beginning of this podcast Start gently inquiring and getting curious of yourself as to why. Is it because there's something about the boundaries that needs to change? Or is it that I need to do some of the work, the T, capital T, capital W that we've spoken about before, the inner work to make it feel safe to have these boundaries? Or is it actually that these boundaries as they are aren't working and I can tweak them into a way that will work. Only you and your meditation or your journaling or or however else you get quiet and listen to your intuition, your heart and your soul will give you the answer to that. So 
what I want to leave you with is the feeling that you always have a choice. You get to be whatever you want to be in your business and you get to use these tools to encourage ease, balance and flow in. And finally, and always most importantly to me, the answers are always within. But when we are super busy in our businesses, when we are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, it's really easy to forget to stop and check in with ourselves. I do it. We all do it. And this is your little reminder to remember as much as is possible. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you are interested in learning more about automation and integration, I will be talking about this more in my Facebook group, uh, Self-Worth and High Vibes for Female Entrepreneur, which you can find a link to in the show notes. Or feel free to contact me directly if you would like help and support in automating and integrating your business to release time and encourage the flow in. Have a great day and take care. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Being in Business, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe. And I'd love it if you'd also consider leaving a review. They really do make a huge difference. If you'd like to know more about me, please join me in my free Facebook group, Self-Worth and High Vibes for Female Entrepreneurs, which you'll find in the show notes. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you.